As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Good morning, good morning, this is Jacqueline Richardson, Jackie Deja, JJ Donald, whatever y'all call me. First, I want to thank God for being alive another day. Let's check out the weather here in Charlotte. Charlotte, what's the weather? I mean, Charlotte. Alexa, what's the weather? It's not going to be too, too hot today, but we've been having excellent weather uh, within the last two weeks. You know, it hasn't been too, too hot uh, where you be, uh, can't breathe. Um, so I'm just, I'm just thankful for the heat. You know, um, we had a cold spurt twice and it just wasn't for me. I, I got used to this heat, y'all. Being from the north, you know, people would think, oh, I would crave the cold. Oh, no. <laughs> I do not crave that cold. I do miss the snow, though. You know, I miss seeing the snow and uh, going out and standing in the snow. But to miss the cold, I don't miss the cold. Um, you call me tropical because I like the heat. Uh, today, I wanted to talk about um, gardening. You know, um, yesterday, a grandson, he was here and he gave me some monies. And I was so happy I was able to go and get my garden tools um, that I need. You know, my dad already has some. Um, and I had to get some seeds and some. Matter of fact, I need to get up from here today and get working um, on that. Because uh, I couldn't actually find the plants. Um, I wanted to use the plants. You know, when I was in the Bronx... We would go and get the actual plants of collard greens, tomatoes, and then go and, and plant them. However, I couldn't find them, so I have to start from scratch with the seeds. And that's fine. Y'all seen me do that last year with my basil, uh, my thyme, uh, my herbs, you know. But this year, uh, we're going to do some food, okay? <laughs> um, yeah, we're going to do some food. And I am so happy and excited about it, Um so I'm gonna get started on that next week. Hopefully it won't rain. Um, first, well, the first thing I'm gonna get started on today is getting these seeds planted. We're probably gonna have to wait into uh, mid-May before I actually put them in ground, um, due to the fact of me not being able to find uh, the actual plants that's already grown. It really don't take that long for them to sprout. Once they start sprouting, um, it, it really doesn't take that long. However, um, it makes the process a little bit longer, but I'm going to go and uh, 
start the process with the dirt, turning it over, getting fertilizer, different things like that to get the, the uh, ground prepared uh, to accept our food, <laughs> okay? So I'm excited. Um, last time I was able to uh, actually plant in ground was back in the Bronx when I lived at 371 East 153rd Street. Um, so that was the last time I was able to really uh, get down with it. But now I'm in Charlotte. Y'all know I live in a condo, so I ain't no planting nothing here for real. Um, and my dad, he bought a house, so I'm able to go down there to his house and put some work in. Now, the reason why <laughs> we should plant some of you have a, a yard, you know, um, and this is just my theory of things. <coughs> You have a yard, take the time out and do some gardening. One, it's going to save you some money. Two, it's healthier. Okay? Because all kind of stuff is put on the food before processing it and being sold to um, the public. You know, especially at the markets. <clears throat> but we have a lot of these farmer's markets where the food is a lot fresher. So, that's why we shop at the farmer's markets, you know. Um, I was introduced to uh, Farmer's Market actually through WIC, okay? When I was pregnant with um, my daughter and I gave birth to her, they gave me WIC to start off with. And they gave me some tickets for a Farmer's Market. <laughs> and I was like, what is this for? They was like, oh, this is, these are for you to go to the Farmer's Market. And I said, to the Farmer's Market? And they was like, yeah, not the, I said, not the supermarket? She said, well, no, we... um." I mean, you could go to the supermarket. We have stuff for you to get at the supermarket. She said, but it's fresher for you to go to the farmer's market. And I did already know that um, getting food fresh from the farmer's market was fresher. But, you know, you just never, you know, deal with it. you like, ugh, nah, I'm going to go over here to the market and, and pick up my, my fruits and veggies. Then when I went to the farmer's market, it brought me back to home. You know, when we used to plant our um, our food in the backyard, you know. So, that's when I, I told myself, you know, one, one day I need a garden. I, I got to have my own garden. I need, truth be told, I want a few acres. <laughs> I'm just giving it to y'all straight. <laughs> Where I can um, plant a whole bunch of stuff, you know what I mean? Have some... Grapevines over here, have a peach tree over here, have a lemon tree over here, have me some collard greens, some uh, peppers. I want a little bit of everything, you know, so that way if times get rough, how they did during the COVID where not that we didn't have the money to buy the food, the food wasn't there for us to buy. <clears throat> we have it, you know. Uh, money is not always everything, people. You know, people think that having all this money is... <laughs> the best thing ever, you know, and they see like a person like myself, you know, they see myself, you know, run around, Jackie got money, she buying this, she doing that, she doing this. But then when you don't have it or it's, it's worthless to you, what do you do? You know what I mean? Money, my daughter had brought this to me um, yesterday and it's a saying that we've all used in every generation, money is the root to all evil. And Pretty much it is. It can become that. 
because we would do so much for money. We would still kill, rob, uh, no matter what, sell our bodies. You know, we do almost anything for money, you know. So I pretty much try to, sh- you know, not stay away from it. But how can I explain it? You need money to survive. But being greedy can turn you into a demon. Okay? Now, sometimes people be greedy because they want to get to a certain level. But they don't know once you get to that certain level, that's when the devil steps in and he starts manipulating the mind. Okay? So, I've experienced that already. You know, um, somewhat. Not to the fullest... um, Not to the total fullest. That's why I had to step back down. This is what I feel. I'm going to say me. I I had to step back down because the next time I get there, I need to be solely focused on God. You know, I I can't allow nothing to stand in my way. Okay? And take me off course. You understand what I'm saying? And that's the thing that... I didn't have when I was raking in the dough. Okay. I didn't have, I had God with me, but I couldn't stay focused. I wasn't strong enough. You understand what I'm saying? So then sometimes God will pull you back down because you wasn't focused enough so you can get focused. So it took for me to come back down and start, you know, spending more time with God to understand what he wants from me. You know, um, the things that he needs me to do in order to stay focused. Now, being focused now is a lot easier than it used to be, you know. Um, And I uh, shout out to God on that because he made sure he put that in me. Um, And I'm thankful. I'm thankful, you know. Um, People don't realize how hard it is to stay focused. You know, um, we get dedicated to sometimes all the wrong things, you know. And if y'all notice, like I just started a, a new brand. And if y'all notice, I'm not totally focused on that brand. Now pay attention. Y'all know it's out there, but I'm not totally focused on it. I'm not totally dedicating myself to it because that's not what God wants. He wants me to be able to maneuver different things while focusing on it. See, that's something that I had to learn. Because what you wind up doing, and I heard this yesterday. um, Well, I heard it a couple of times, but, you know, I was talking to uh, my nephew. And he said, you know, I was looking at this this public speaker. He was talking about why um, the rich don't rest. And they don't have fun. They're miserable. You know? And I said, why? So he was breaking it down to me. And I was like, yeah, well, he's right. You know, because I've been there. You know, I wasn't rich, rich. But, you know, I was a six-figure holder. So I was like, you know, almost there. And I'm like, I get it. I get it. Because life is all about your money. But you have to have things outside of your money in order to progress and stay on track because you will be so dedicated to where you'll walk right into destruction. 
Okay. And that is um, one of the keys that a lot of us miss. Because we're so, like, even when I was working and I was bringing in all this money, I was so dedicated to working for Frito and bringing in them um, $1,400, $1,500 checks a week that I forgot about everything else around me. I stayed focused. I was getting up, going to work. I got to get this money. got to get this money. Get, get this money. But I forgot all about my kids. I forgot about the love of them, you know, the love that I need to give to them. You know, yeah, I bought them stuff. I did take them out once a week. But when they woke up, when their eyes opened up in the morning, I wasn't there. When they went to bed at night, I wasn't there. So this is why I had to learn how to maneuver. And it even took uh, effect on my significant other as well. You know, and I had to go to counseling because of it. So everything that you see that you think is good and it looks pretty, it's not always pretty. Okay? You're looking at the surface, but what's going on inside the box? Okay? That's what people miss. You know? And then not everybody talks about it because they feel like you don't understand anyway. So, (laughs) it's a big ordeal. So now this time... I'm making sure that I not only do my business, but I'm serving meanwhile, okay? Instead of waiting, you know, most people, they get all this money and then they say, okay, I want to serve now because I got all this extra money. I'm going to put this towards this. In order to flourish with God, okay, you got to serve during, before, during, and after. Okay? So, I say that to say, I want to give back to God and to my dad and, you know, the people that he wants to to serve with gardening. I chose that because it's something that I have experience in. You know, so... And not only is it going to help the people and my dad, it's going to help me as well. Because if I want something to eat, guess what? I can go to my dad's house and pull it out the ground. <laughs> so that's the way I look at it, you know. Um, it's always good to have your own food. It's always good to have your own food. I know for like New Yorkers, it's a little hard but it's not that hard because my aunt did it. Um, shout out to my aunt Alice. She did it. You know, she was from Richmond, Virginia. She went to New York, got a home with her, with her husband, and she built a garden right in the middle of the Bronx, you know, and that's where we ate from. You know, we ate all our vegetables and um I don't eat tomatoes. They have always been, I've always been allergic to them. But the greens, the, um, the peas, I mean, the green beans we had back there, the green peppers, you know, we had things that I didn't have to go to the store and purchase because we had it in the backyard. And she'd say, she'd give me, um, 
the key to the, to the gate and say, Jackie, go downstairs and go, um, here's this basket and go pull some of the stuff out of the yard so I can wash it up and cook it tonight. And I said, okay. And I'll go get the, the, um, what is it called? I forgot what it's called, but it's like, you can stick it in the ground to pull up so you won't break the roots. Uh, you dig around it and then you pull up the, you know, the, um, the greens and stuff. And um, I would go out there and I'll do that for her and bring it back. And when I come home at night, the food is on the table, you know. And I was I was so thankful that I was taught these things, you know, because not everybody is taught this stuff, you know. And I was just so thankful. I'm I'm still thankful for a lot of the things that I've been taught. And it comes right from the Bronx. <laughs> Even though these people were Southern people, they brought their knowledge to the Bronx. And that was a beautiful thing, you know. So other people got to see and understand as well what they could possibly do. You know, if they owned property or owned a home. Because they would see me. They would see me go out there. <clears throat> Some of them would even come and stand with me and talk to me while I'm doing it. You know, so they got to experience it as well. So even though, you know, we come from the concrete jungle, don't mean we don't experience things. You know, coming down here to the south, you know, a lot of people be like, oh, you from New York, ain't no way possible you know this. What do you mean? All these people are from the south. That's why I try to tell people I'm a southern girl. Whether y'all like it or not, this is who I am. Because um, all my people were from the south. Each and every one of them. Okay. And they taught me Southern living in the concrete jungle, okay? And this is why the South rocks with me, because they see that Southern in me, you know? They know. They can tell. I mean, only thing they couldn't tell when I came here. Came to Charlotte was about my eating habits. They 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 couldn't understand my eating habits um, because um you know I used to walk around with a a bottle. Matter of fact, I'm going to get me a new one today. My daughter had bought one for bought one yesterday, and I want to get me another one today so I can start detoxing on a regular basis. Um, again, they would see me walking around with a bottle of water. With lemon peels and cucumbers in it. And they're like, okay, but what is that? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, this is for me to detox on a daily basis. You know, and they're looking at me like, huh? You know, and then why is she so little? You know, because most of the people in the South, they got big hips, big booty, you know. And I was slim, you know, when I got here. <laughs> so they're looking at me like, okay, she has good character, but she's so skinny. You know, she's so little. Why? You know, but they didn't know that even in the South, we were starting to get rid of the fat, starting to change. You know, my lifestyle eating change started back when I was 17. You know, um, I was on a very strict diet because I couldn't eat certain things. <clears throat> Where, you know, everybody else was eating, you know, everything else. However, um, oh, Lord, somebody's banging on my door. Hold on. 
Oh, I apologize, y'all. My grandson banging on the door. Oh, you're not oh, cause he woke you up. Oh, sorry. Yeah, <coughs> I'm on my podcast. Where the shoes? Uh, in here, I'm on my podcast. Mm -hmm. You see how they do me, y'all? Every time I get on here to try to talk to y'all, they um. <sighs> um. What was I saying? Guys, I'm going to have to finish this tomorrow because I ain't got my thought process all messed up. That's why I don't like to do my podcast. Because it always interrupts. Anyway, y'all, this is Jacqueline Richard Simmons, JJ Diamond, Jackie Deja, whatever y'all call me. I love y'all, and I will talk to y'all tomorrow. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.